Who the hell cares? Ryan Fitzpatrick sucks and doesn't even deserve to be on this team. The Joakim Noah signing makes Carpavano look like he was worth the money. Turkey is an average meat. Don't be standing on the tracks when the train's coming to the kiddo. I put on my one-piece astronaut costume and went with my roommate down to Chipotle. So I look at my buddy and I go, man, what's this Pandora station? And he looks at me and he goes, yeah, man, this is called I Love Them Strippers Radio. <laughs> Episode 6 of the Last Call Podcast. I'm Connor Rogers. Joining me as always is Steve Armato. Steve, big, big weekend. Obviously, big Sunday night football with the Giants. Pulling off a surprising Dallas win. Very surprising Dallas win. Um, they still stink. They're still not They're still not good. I'm not going to give... I'm the same way. So. I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt to say that they're good. Um but they find ways to beat teams that no one else is beating. It's like almost, it's bizarre. Dak was bad last night. Dak was time. bad. Also, before, I don't know if you knew this before last night, Dak has never played a game in his life in under 37 degree weather. I did not know that. So that was a huge thing going into last night because the weather was clearly affected. I also thought the Giants had a good defensive game plan. To attack him, yes, because they weren't letting him sit back there. They were they were getting after him, and surprisingly, I know you said a couple weeks ago that you didn't believe that the Giants could match up with Dez, and surprisingly, they covered Dallas receivers one on one. There was that blown coverage on the touchdown, but other than that, they were pretty shut down. Last they night. were very good last night. Now, I was completely wrong about this game. Uh, I I thought both quarterbacks were really bad. I mean, the Cowboys dropped three gimme. Interceptions from Eli Manning. Gimmies. Right to them, not to anyone else. Eli's so, terrible. He's very bad, and I, I said something last night on Twitter that caused, obviously, awful reactions. I said if Odell Beckham had a good quarterback, he would be destroying all records. And it's not me saying that Eli was never good. I'm just saying in Odell Beckham's career, Eli has not been good. And the argument to people is, well, his offensive line's bad. Well, it's, yeah, the offensive line's bad, but he's also become a frantic mechanically flawed quarterback because of the offensive line, I'm assuming, that even when he's not pressured, he doesn't look right at all. Yeah, and there were a couple of examples last night where he wasn't under pressure. He just made bad throws and bad decisions. Without a doubt. He, it, he acts like he's almost under pressure. And even one of the, the first fumbles, he, he just... The ball just fell out of his hand. Like, does he have yeah. does he have baby hands? No, I mean, I've never seen a quarterback that the ball falls out of his hand more. It, yeah, than Eli. if you're a Giants fan right now, you have to just kind of be praying that Eli has this postseason where he uh, a postseason where he gets hot because the defense is very good right now. You have to give it to them on that. The defense is is just very good. Odell Beckham is one of the rarest athletes in all of sports, and it's just incredible to watch. But it's the NFL. If your, your quarterback has to be hot going into the postseason, and right now I just haven't seen a game from him where I feel like Eli's in control. I agree with that. I don't think he's – he hasn't been in control all year. And, yes, the line is really bad, actually. You saw that last night. But he he's not good either, and his decision-making has been poor. The running game has been poor. The one thing that you can hang your hat on after last night is that this defense travels, and this defense – Travels. I think they are not even the kid Aquara who was making his first start last Notre night. Dame. In place of JPP, yeah. Notre Dame guy. He played really well, and 
I don't know if he's going to do that every game, game in and game out the rest of the way. But their defense is not an issue. The issue is this explosive, I'm going to put it in quotations because it's sarcastic, this explosive offense is not scoring points. And one thing that really pissed me off was all week I heard about Victor Cruz going to Ben McAdoo because he's not getting targets. And Odell, Odell, yeah, he was great. He dropped two passes. One of them was a touchdown. Victor Cruz drops a pass. Like, don't. Don't make things worse on the offensive end. It's already not good, but now you're going complaining that you're not getting the ball, and then you're not making plays to top it off. And I just I don't know what's going on with this offense. And Ben McAdoo is supposed to be this offensive genius, and it's really not showing up. Yeah, it's not showing up, and that's been the most disappointing thing. Obviously, there's been money well spent in free agency on this defense, and I think some of the drafting's been good. Landon Collins has been great. I think Eli Apple was a big project when they took him, but I think he's starting to overachieve a little bit, at least. I had low, low expectations for Eli Apple, so maybe I'm setting the floor, just setting the bar way too low, but at least they put good players around him where... He's not. He doesn't look completely lost. I think. Did you see him get killed by oh, Tyron Smith and, last and night? anyone would? But oh, it was it hilarious. Was, it was hysterical. It was hilarious. And then he got killed on the interception return yes. by his own teammates. Yes. So it was just a tough night for Eli Apple in that regard. But um, yeah, back to the offense. The Victor Cruz thing feels so forced to me right now. Victor Cruz to me is not even really a, a good number three wide receiver in the league right now. He's a shell of what he used to be. Exactly, and it just feels so forced to me. And I, I said to a couple of my friends that are Giants fans last week, they should look to get Roger Lewis involved more, and they all just yelled at me because they have this emotional attachment to Cruz. I don't know why I but never thought he was that good. I would try to get go with the player that has a little more upside right now. You could say, well, they both stink right now. Well, maybe Roger Lewis won't if you get him more playing time. Anyways, we'll, we won't dwell on the Giants too long. A big win. They're moving in the right direction. But our b- final stance is that Eli just has to figure it out or else they're not going to win a playoff game. No. Nope. So. Not at all. And we're going to try something new this week with the Jets. We're going to do staying or going. And there's going to be a lot of going. Let there's me tell you that. A, a lot of going ton right of now. going. Let's start... Darrell Revis staying. Gone. Darrell Revis is gone. I know people are worried about the cap hit. That I think he saves them about $9 million out of his 15 he's owed next year. But if any team signs him, they also save that amount of money. So off the bat, you save $9 million. And then if a team signs Darrell Revis, say, for a one-year $4 million deal, you're really only missing out on 2 to $3 million, the dead money. He's been awful. He's not interested in playing football anymore. Take whatever money you can get back from him because he shouldn't even be starting right now. He's gone. Sheldon Richardson. Uh, Sheldon Richardson, I'm going to say gone as well. I don't think you're going to get a huge haul for him in return. Maybe a third-round pick at best. But I think it's another situation where they want to save money. They want to – I don't know. It just feels like they want to clean out everything from the Rex Ryan era right now. And I think he's gone. But also, touching on Rex Ryan for a second, we're not even going to stay on this too long. But I want to bring up – he's – Talking about Tyrod Taylor possibly getting benched. Insanity. Le'Veon Bell ran for 236 yards against your vaunted defense. I don't want to hear about your quarterback. Insanity. Let's move on. Brandon Marshall staying or He'll stay. I think Brandon Marshall's at a very reasonable cap hit for the talent he is. People are like, he's dropped passes this year and he's had a down year. Don't even give me that. Brandon Marshall's played with some of the worst quarterbacks over his, what I think is a Hall of Fame career. I think they'll keep him around. He's good for the younger wide receivers. I think it's nice to have a true number one target in the offense no matter who they sign at quarterback or draft. Brandon Marshall's got one more year in New York. And finally, Mo Wilkerson. You can't get rid of him. Nobody wants him. You can't move that contract right now. They have an option to get out of it, I think, after next season. So Mo Wilkerson will be around for at least one more year. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's our take on the Jets because they got nothing. Um, and now we're going to go a little bit of baseball. As the weather gets cold, 
baseball talks heating up because spring training is right around the corner, baby. Baseball offseason, I, I think the NFL is great, but there's something about baseball offseason that's so fun. It's great. Free agency is excellent. There's always really good trades. Uh, I, I just I think the baseball offseason is excellent. And Dexter Fowler getting that kind of money, I, I'm not. It just felt like a reactionary, we have to do this to the Cubs kind of thing. And the Cubs are probably sitting there like, okay. Yeah, the Cubs, please, the Cubs are ahead. absolutely fine with that. But we're going to get to the team that's coming for you in the NL Cubs, yep. the Mets. Um, we have their number a bit. They beat them up this regular season. They knocked them out in the postseason the year before that in four games. I know the Cubs are a monster powerhouse team right now, but the Mets always get up when they play them. Listen, the Mets, the Mets with a healthy pitching staff, I'll take my chances. Uh, that's the biggest thing is the healthy thing. And I, I think right now the biggest problem, speaking of the pitching, is that nobody wants Jay Bruce. And the Mets need another, a really good eighth inning kind of guy right now. Uh, say Familia gets suspended and Addison Reed takes over the closing role, you need a good eighth inning guy that could eventually be the seventh inning guy when Familia comes back. Yeah, and having that seventh inning guy when Familia comes back is huge because you're shortening the game for your starters. Even though I'm the type of guy, I like to see my starters go seven, yep. eight innings because it's not realistic anymore. It's that they don't want to do that anymore. But I'm telling you right now, if I have to hear about any pitch counts from <laughs> any of these guys this year, I'm going to lose my mind. I think you got to roll with Rene Rivera, a catcher. Yeah, I do too. I think you go with him for his defense. I don't care if he doesn't hit because I think you've put enough pieces in this lineup that everybody else should have pressure to hit on them. And, I, and yeah. he's not a terrible. He was fine. He, he was he was okay. Fine. He actually hit better than Darno, the, the, the gold, golden prospect. But lost cause. Lost cause. Now let's say Jay Bruce stays. Let's do over under. So yeah, um, I'll set the bar here. Uh, over under for Bruce batting average two forty five. <sighs> under. What did he finish with last year? He had like two set two sixty. I believe. Yeah, but he just he like just that. put us on, puts on a Mets uniform and crumbles. Out, so you're yeah. taking the under. I'll take the over, but I'm gonna say something in the two fifty two kind of range. I'm not expecting him to really blow it away. Uh, over under twenty eight home runs. Under. Under. Yeah, I'll take the under too. I think he sits around twenty, and it's not gonna be pretty when you're batting what say two fifty, two forty, and you hit twenty home runs in New York, and you're an awful, awful defensive player. And things are gonna go real south real quick. Uh, RBIs over under eighty five. He's gonna go under. He's gonna go under. I yeah. think he's gonna. I just think. So you're setting the bar super low I'm for Dave Bruce. The bar super low. I don't think he. I don't think he is gonna have a good year. And that's okay. He can play here. I don't think we'll have to root for him anyway. So that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I know. I just hope they get anything for him, but no one wants him. No, nobody wants him. Uh, it's tough. We'll just go right into the Yankees. Obviously, the big signing with bringing back Araldis Chapman for a ton of money. Five years, eighty-six million. I think was the final numbers. Yes. That's absurd money for a reliever and. Uh, I know Steve's going to rip this move, so Yankee fans, I'll give you the glass-half-full approach. I like this move not for this year, but for the two years after that. I think Chapman will be really good the first three out of the five years of this deal. I don't think this is a playoff team this year. I think they're a fringe team, and they're going to be fun to watch with young players. I think they're going to be a really good team after this season. So those two years, you need a lights-out reliever. So I like the deal those first three years, three out of the five years. I think by year four, you're going to be saying, man, are we really paying a reliever this much money at this point? And this is, we'll bring it right to you. I'm going to save your rebuttals, Yankee fans, on I know it's not my money and I'm not paying for it and I know you're not paying for it, but you're not winning anything right now in this, in the immediate future. You just signed this guy for five years. 
You are paying seven, I believe, seventeen and a half million dollars to a guy that is going to throw you sixty innings a year. Every single year, five or six guys come out of the woodwork that become closers just because they could pitch well in the ninth inning. Yeah, they're not all flamethrowers, but they could get the job done. If you can't find another guy to get you three outs, you're doing something wrong as an organization. Also, keep in mind, you had a guy you have a guy like Dylan Batances, and now everyone wants to say he had a tough end of last year. Joe Girardi ran him into the ground yeah. last year at the end. The kid was pitching every single night. There's a reason for that. It's not because he can't pitch in the ninth or he can't close. It's because he was throwing more innings than he's ever thrown in a short amount of time. And also, by the time he's a free agent, you're not going to be able to keep him. At Ch- so Chapman's going to be at the end of his contract by the time Batanzas is a free agent. You're not going to be able to keep Batanzas because Batanzas is going to command the kind of money that Chapman has now. He's also younger, yep. and you're not going to be able to keep both of them. So Batanzas is going to go somewhere else, and then you're going to be stuck with the guy who, if he loses his velocity, you're going to be paying $17.5 million a year for a mediocre closer. Yeah, that's what scares me a little bit about this deal. Like I said, I really like it for the first three years, but power arms, and I mean freakish power arms, because Chapman's one of the best power arms we've seen probably in the last 20 years. At what point does that go? Like I said, for me, it's glass half full, glass half empty. Steve's all out on the move, and it's going to be really curious to see. I think you make a really good point about the timing. And uh, you know, speaking of good timing, the Rangers right now probably have the most interesting goaltender situation in all of hockey, I would say, right now. With Antti Ranta... Going 3-0 this weekend. I think he allowed one goal yes. in all three starts. Yes. Uh, okay. This is crazy because we're talking about Henrik Lundqvist taking you know backseat to Antti Ranta right now. And I, this is what I – I sometimes can't stand AV, but there's also times where I think he's one of the most brilliant coaches in the NHL. He's giving the hot hand starts. The Rangers are a banged-up team. They need all the help they can get. Ranta's lights out. I have no problem with this. Lundqvist is going to be the guy going into the postseason. It's not that big of a deal. He said that Lundqvist is still his guy. Yeah. He said that. Now I'm going to make a bold prediction. I'm going to say that Antti Ranta is going to overtake overtake Henrik Lundqvist as the number one goaltender on this team. I think that Lundqvist needs some rest finally. And I think this is a good thing. I don't think it's a problem. I think it's a luxury to have. I think the bottom line is... The defense has really struggled with Lundqvist out there, but he's also given up some just soft. He's given softies. up softies, man. Come and on. Ronta Ronta's one of the weirdest players. So when the Rangers got Ronta from Chicago, it was, I believe, yep. he, he was famous for saying in the postseason, I don't know if he was misquoted, but something along the lines of when they got knocked out that he was looking forward to going home. And people took that as this guy doesn't care, this and that. Rangers got him for essentially nothing. And he's a solid goaltender, and when he's he plays hard, I don't see this guy that lackadaisical type goalie effort. I mean, when he he makes big times, I've seen way more big saves from Ronta this year than Lundqvist. Did you watch the Blackhawks game? Yeah, ridiculous. Man, he was standing on his head, ridiculous making saves. I haven't seen Hank play like that since the playoffs three years ago. Yeah, it has felt like a while. Lundqvist has been kind of average for a while, but I'll always defend him, and I think Lundqvist is the kind of guy that, with his postseason experience, you need him. Because I don't see the defense improving anytime soon. The Rangers are going to have to outscore everyone. And you need all you can get from a guy with postseason experience like Lundqvist. Is Papa John's out of business yet? Uh, Every night. The Rangers exceed that two. They need three three goals. Three goals. Uh, Papa John's, man. That was a... I know they do that with a lot of teams. But the Rangers have just piled them on this year. And do you have have a bold prediction for the Rangers season? 
Uh, well, I said before the season that Brandon Peary would pot 20 goals, and he's close to that pace right now. He's know he's sitting at six, but if he gets a little hot, he'll be in that 15 to 22 kind of range. My bold prediction will be that coming into this year, the Rangers were supposed to be just a young team. You hope they sneak into the playoffs and show progress for the future. I feel like at the trade deadline, the Rangers are going to be all in once again on trying to get a defender to make a really serious title run. Or they could have just re-signed the end but that's not here or there. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. They're going to make it. I think they're going to make a serious run this year. I think they can make a serious run. I think they're a defenseman away. Yeah, I would say that. I, I think they're two defensemen away. I think Brady Shea's been getting better. But the bottom, I just see nothing. Klein's been such a disappointment to me this year because I, I love Kevin Klein and he just hasn't really been that good. Coming into this year, he was very old, was, reliable. Was, yeah, like he was always. And, and this year, it's just like in a year, it just changed like that. It was a snap of a finger, which a happens. But and but hold on the flip side, Holden's been a nice surprise. Yes, he's been. He hasn't been what we expected was bad, and he's been average, yes. and that's okay. So all right. No soundboard yet. No soundboard. We could have lied and said that was a soundboard, but yeah. on to the last call. Uh, no news. No one cares about this week. Uh, we'll take your questions next week. We'll go right into the dad segment. Um, I talked to my dad last night. Happy about the Jets win. I'm not. I want the Jets to lose out for draft position because the Jets are the kings of, hey, they might be bad enough this year to make it all the way to the top to get a blue chip prospect or a quarterback. And then the last couple of weeks, they pull off a couple awful wins and they pick in the middle of the draft and it doesn't work out for them. Uh, I get why my dad's happy. He's happy for Bryce Petty. Happy just to finally watch a team that could put together a good second half. But I'm I'm not at all but happy with the Jets. But. You know there were 241 people at that game yesterday. <laughs> I thought it would be I would take the under. The attendance was recorded that. at 241. That's just unbelievable. There, why would you go? What? Why, why would, would you? I well, I have no idea why you would go. <laughs> you must have. To, do you honestly? You must have to have just no life or. Absolutely nothing going on. The, you couldn't pay me to go see the 49ers and Jets play. I think it's good for families that want to take their kids to a football game because for two reasons. One, you can go for as cheap as you're ever going to go, probably five bucks a ticket. And you still pay through the roof for parking and concessions, which is unbelievably stupid. Number two, you avoid the chaotic fans that are so passionate that they're angry, drunk, and miserable. So you could still take the family to the game because the teams are so far out of it. That's, that's the only argument I got. That's true. I, I just can't see anything else. My dad this week. So <laughs> This is so good. So last night, Giants are on and he's sitting on the couch hanging out. The new TV. New TV. Loves <laughs> his new TV. He's just mad that like he's just streaming 4K on there all day and you know they can't broadcast in 4K yet. Yeah. So he's got the surround sound on though. He's ready for Giants Cowboys. And he's pretty quiet during the first half. And but he's getting aggravated. And Odell dropped the touchdown pass and he was go he was going <laughs> off on Odell. And then halftime comes and I'm in the bathroom and he knocks on the door and he just goes yeah, I don't want to get aggravated, so I'm just going to bed. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I'm not staying up for this shit. He goes, this is just aggravation. He goes, he goes, I don't care. He goes, I'll check the score in the morning, and I'm not going to get aggravated. And this morning, he wakes up, he goes, ah, so the Giants won. He goes, probably saved a couple years on my life. He goes, I woke up, and I saw they won the game, and I didn't even have to get pissed off the entire second half. That That's when you know you are, you are emotionally out because – the Jets are a, what, now four-win team, idiots. 
And I still will watch just because I like to watch the younger players. I do a lot of coverage for the draft, whatever. But to do, watch your team that's in the biggest game of the year and it's a good game and you're out at halftime because you're just not going to – like I applaud that. Like he – I applaud you it. You had his – he – actually, he got so mad. There was a play. They showed the replay and I saw the play happen. Marshall Newhouse pulled. His boy. Marshall Newhouse <laughs> pulls – and Shaw doesn't even look inside. Like, that's the first rule you learn as a pulling lineman. Like, look inside. Doesn't look inside. And Sean Lee just... Oh, I remember this play. Just blows up the hole in the running Yeah, game. it happened to Eric Flowers, too. What a well, duo well, that well, is. Eric, Eric Flowers is just... What an awful Chris duo. Collinsworth was crushing him last night. He plays he, with his hands yeah, down. He's, he's, you can't play offensive line with your hands at your no, hips. No, he's terrible. And, <sighs> and Marshall Newhouse... I, go, I look at my dad and go, Dad, you know who missed that block? Oh, God. And he goes, Bobby Hart? I was like, close. Marshall, Marshall Newhouse. Same thing. <laughs> so, so all of a sudden, he, he the replay gets shown, and he's like, Sean Lee just just beats Marshall Newhouse to... Oh, no. He goes, he just Sean Lee just beats Marshall Newhouse to the spot. And then he goes, what do you mean he beat him to the spot? He didn't even look for him. He didn't even try. He's like, this guy sucks. And it's like, yeah, Dad. Oh, I guess man. maybe you. It's a good thing you did go to bed because in the second half, my girl, my girlfriend says to me, "Why are the Giants so bad?" I go, "Look at the fat guys up front and watch what they do," <laughs> which is nothing. She goes, "She goes, they didn't look like they did anything." I go, "Yeah, that's <laughs> well, why. That's like that's why they stink." <laughs> yeah, that's a so problem. That's 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 Dad this week. Well, the dumbest thing I saw this week. I hate it. It's I'm going back to airlines. It's okay. We, we harp on airlines every week. But America, so American Airlines, they now they have a media exemption for oversized baggage, which is basically equipment. Yeah, that's good. Then, oh yeah, no, no, that's that's good. I didn't but, know that they have that. But you have to email them oh, and get permission and give them all your info. And they email me back and they say, they ask me if I have credentials. I say we don't have credentials yet. We're going. We're getting our credentials when we get to California. That's how most that's media how events work. Pretty much everything. I've never. Works. They're rarely mailed to you. Yeah, unless it's like the Super Bowl. Unless it's like the Super Bowl or yeah. like the NAB conference. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Something like that. So she goes. Unfortunately, I get an email back. Unfortunately, we need some type of media credential to actually let this exemption go through. Can you please get a letter from your company with a letterhead with the company name on it, and that's your exemption, and that that will qualify as your credential. I was like, any idiot can. I was just gonna say, create what does that mean? A letterhead with a production company logo on it. Yeah, and get a media exemption. Why is what, what is the difference between me just telling you this is who I'm working for and this is where I'm going? And me faking... Wasting your time. Wasting my time to fake a letterhead. That's good. That's rich. And I was like... I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. They just have to make things so difficult. And I just... I write back and go, is there anything else that I could do (laughs) that qualifies as a credential? And she finally goes, if you have a a company business card, that'll qualify as a credential. Why don't you say that? I was like, why couldn't you say that? Why would I need a letterhead... If you, if I have a company oh, business card, God, like so what? Aggravating. Why are you? Why do I have to waste my time on emails for an exemption on a bag that's and the bag has to be under a hundred pounds too? Oh, so you get like so they give you a range. They I mean, give I'm you not a range. surprised. It's, and I'm just like, I hate you people so much. <laughs> and 
what I'm getting off track here, but this is gonna this doesn't have to do with airlines, but I just have to bring this up. I had a savage Uber driver the other day. He was he was driving me to uh, Liberty Street right by the World Trade Center, and there's a left turning lane for to go down Liberty, and he was in two lanes over to the right. Good luck. Realized he had missed the turn, so he basically just totally turned the car like 90 degrees and cut the guy off in front of the light and waited at the light with half like the ass of the car in the like right lane and the front of the car in the turning lane. I was like, what an animal this guy Like People were probably going nuts. People were just holding the whole oh, thing yeah. down, beeping at him and he just had a smile on his face. Oh, they're, they're relentless. He had a smile on his face ear to ear and then he started complaining about the yellow cab drivers and how shitty drivers they are. And I was like, do you know what you, you just, just did? did? You like, animal. You can't do that. So totally off topic, but I had to get that out there. Anyway, we'll move on to you. Uh, so <laughs> I was off today from work and I got to, I made my way up to Uptown Hoboken to New York Sports Club. And at the Uptown Hoboken New York Sports Club, they have a big turf field, and it's great. It's a nice facility. So I've been going to this gym on and off for the last year. When I went around Hoboken, I have extra time. I walk, I head up there. It's a little longer of a trip, but it's worth it. So today, I, I'm trying to work on the turf field, and trainers have like this turf war, and I mean like not the actual turf, but they need to defend their ground so hard. And I'm, you, you know what I'm talking about. It's ridiculous. It's, it's hard. So this guy, he's training this other dude, and they're doing like five different things. From pushing the sled all the way across the turf, to using the battle ropes, mixing in core right in the middle of everyone's way. So they see me loading up a barbell because I'm going to do walking lunges. And, the, and I asked the trainer, I'm like, how long is your rest going to be You know, so I can walk across the turf? I'm not going to take that long. He looks at me and he goes, oh, 20 seconds. I'm like, all right, I'll just wait for you to be done then. So I go to do something else. He walks by me like five minutes later and goes, why didn't, uh, like, why didn't you just go? Like, why don't you just go now? And I was like, because you said you were resting for 20 seconds. And he goes, oh, like rest's got to be, you know how it goes. Rest needs to be longer than that. So I look at him so confused and I'm just like, I hate everyone. So they finally get out of my way. Then a female trainer comes with her client and they see me obviously there. And she basically asks me to move out of their way when they have to go. And I'm fine with that. And then she sneaks in the, just for future reference, you can't bring barbells on the turf. That's not, that's I've a been, lie. I've been, I've, been, I've been to that gym and I've seen people deadlifting on the turf. Thank you. I've done it for the last yeah. year. And, I've, and she goes, yeah, CVS below us doesn't like when people drop the weight. I almost lost my mind in laughter and like I'm like really nice about this and try not to be disrespectful because she probably doesn't make the rules although she could shut up and try not to enforce them like you don't need a gym deputy nobody likes a gym deputy no, nobody likes like the deputy. sheriff in town at the yes. gym like just kindly fuck off and worry about what you have to do so I was like oh okay I was like just to let you know though there's a deadlifting platform 10 feet from here that people drop the weight on all the time so I'm sure CVS doesn't like that either and she looks at me and she's like, oh, yeah, I know. Like, it's just the rules. And I was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, I just yeah. walk away. I Because first off, I'm doing walking lunges. I'm not letting the bar fall off my back and slam to the ground in no. the turf. Second off, like you just said, every human being in the world lifts over there. I've seen every meathead in the gym doing deadlifts on the turf. I was just so, like, confused and laughing because I was done anyway. Just the obstacles. I, it's a Monday at 2 o'clock. No one should be there. 
Like, I had a rare day off. What are you people all doing here? There's a lot. There's a lot that goes on at that gym. Yes, a lot. During the day. It's weird. It's but, a lot of single... Not a single. It's a lot of moms who don't have to work. No doubt. Without a doubt. So... That's my, you know, kind of me being a jerk bro story, but people just act up. You don't well, need to yeah, be the well, deputy well, I mean, at the well, gym. I was at a gym, so this is when I was playing high school football, and I was a lot bigger than I am now. I was on vacation at a gym in Virginia Beach, and I was doing I was doing power cleans. So, when you, you do power cleans, you're going from, from the floor, actually, and you're going back down, and you're slamming the weight a lot when you're doing power cleans. Of course. Cleans. So, this dude... With, like, you know one of those, like, original gold gym, Yeah, the T-Tanks. The T-Tanks. Like, <laughs> then, like, struts over to me. Yeah, they're all the same and person. He, and they're all the same guy. <laughs> like, I'm and, convinced. And, 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 like, he struts over to me and he just looks at me he's like, Excuse me, you're treating the weights like they're toys. Oh, my God, dude. And so I'm with my dad. I was we're, The way we went on vacation, it was, like, my family, my cousin's family, and my best friend's family. So I'm with my dad... My two, my cousin. You had a Motley Crew with you. At Motley Crew. Yeah. And then my best friend's dad was our football coach. So that's why okay. we were training okay. on vacation. And of he just There's looks, always someone that makes and, you go. And he just looks at the guy and he goes, Guy, don't tell me how to train my athletes. <laughs> and the guy just looks at him and just gives him a stare and like scoffs and walks away. And it's like, dude. Leave us the fuck See, alone. See, that's my thing. Nobody was in the gym either. It was like, it was... Because they need someone to talk to. They're, every gym has one of these. You have gym deputies that get so worried about the equipment. I think it's like, it's insanity. Literally, it's certified insanity. Then you have people that just, you. there's always the one guy you gotta avoid. Every gym's got one. Or else, you'll, oh, yeah. or else you're there talking for three hours. Yeah, the yeah. downtown one in Hoboken has like the guy that I see him. And I go, I say, hi, I say hi with my headphones on because one, I know he's going to find me. So I got to say hi anyway. Two, if I say hi with my headphones on, I could act like I didn't hear what he said and just do the handshake and go. You got to avoid these people like the plague. Oh yeah, because especially if you're in a hurry. Or if you're just a normal just human a normal and you don't want to talk for five hours or in a all. basement or, or at all. Because I don't like talking when I go to the gym. No, that's not my, why I'm there. I try, to keep, I try to keep my headphones on and just... And just roll through it. But sometimes you, you have to... There's ruthless animals. That there are. Let you. When I used to work out with in uh, in Manhattan at Mid-City Gym, yep. there was a guy there. I heard, I heard all about him. Guy, guy, well, no, no, no. It's a different guy. It's a different guy. This, there, there's a guy that's there now with our two friends who is relentless. But there was a guy <laughs> there. There was a guy there who was a Met fan. He loved oh. me. He loved me. I talked to him once about the Mets. And that's all it takes. And that's all it takes. Now you're his go-to. And th- now this guy also, let me mind you, he would do like one exercise for like four and a half hours. Like he did seated rows from like 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. The biggest lats on the block he has got yeah, nothing else. All, that's all this guy did. I love and that. And every time he saw me, he'd be like, there's a good man. So what do you think about the Mets this oh, offseason? I'm like, no, no, I have to go. Yeah, I have to go. Un- so what I started doing was I'd go in and I'd like see if he was in the middle of a set. And I'd walk in when he was in the middle of actually doing his set. And I'd just like wave your music and go. Up. Yeah. And then, and then like he'd like wave from far in the gym and I'd just wave and I'd just keep doing what keep I Keep it moving. You got to run. You got to just stay away. And now are we ready for story time? Yeah. I uh, think after those rants, we're a little ready for story yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. We got it all out. Uh, you want to start? start? Sure. So I had a Christmas party yes, this weekend, and it was more of like a, some of my friends from college were in town, have them over for Christmas. Like, my apartment, I'm not going to fit like 100 people. So, like, whatever. It wasn't. It, I thought it wasn't going to be anything too crazy. 
And it, just one thing escalated into the other. And next thing I know, I had somebody – I, I live in like an eight-story building. Somebody was pissing off the top of the roof down at – yeah, down at apparently my, one of my neighbors. So I felt like the worst person ever for that. I mean, it's he, okay. I mean, it's a party. Yeah, and he was cool, my neighbor. He was like, I get it. I've, I mean, been, I guess, I've been your age before, and I was like, you really don't have to be that cool I, with I it. Guess, I guess that's as cool as you can be yeah. someone pissing off the roof. Yeah. Uh, also, I'm a little disappointed. I see a bottle of, of whipped rum here. I can't what, control what girls. Whip, I can't control what girls bring to parties, and that's why it's almost full, because nobody... I didn't touch it. It's... it's wait, guys. Let me read the... the <laughs> whipped. It's, it's, it's imported rum with imitation whipped cream flavor. Oh. That can't be good. And the, the bottle says whipped jack, and the clouds... Are, it's an island... And the clouds are made of whipped cream with a little tiki hut. Nice design. I mean, it's a pretty good it's logo. It's a nice design. It's a nice design. People were drinking them in coffees, and I guess they liked it. I guess. But, I, I, mean, I stayed far away. You know, I was hoping that wasn't yours. No, definitely not. Uh, obviously, the place was you know, kind of a nightmare the next thing, cleaning up. I won't get too into details. I told Steve off the air, but I have a minor black eye. Uh, I didn't get into a fight. But I have a, Chris, a Christmas party in two days that where I'll be in a suit, and I'm really hoping this clears up. You're gonna and, be in a suit? Yeah, I'm gonna be in a suit. For for the work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Because it's at a legit place this year. What? Yeah. Since when? I don't know. I don't make the rules. I just show up. Dude, you weren't there. The first Christmas party that I was ever at was in the office. I was I yeah, was the there. You were there for the second one. The I second think. one. The first one got more out of hand. Either way, so the first one, let me tell you about the first office Christmas party. The first office Christmas party, the night ended for first of all. A co-worker's boyfriend was the bartender, and he was pouring me bourbon on the rocks that were, like, solo cups to the top of of, bur- of just bourbon. Run while you can. And I got hungry at the end of the party, so I went to Oliviero Deli, the great, great deli, 24 hours, right nearby. I, I got it. Shrimp an, salad. I got it. Uh, don't put it. I got an everything bagel with vegetable cream cheese. That's <laughs> at all at, hours. You at can all do this. hours, you can do that. Now, also, let me mind you: at around midnight, the bagels from the morning are completely stale, and I'm eating this thing like it's the greatest thing I've ever eaten. Took the bus back to Staten Island. Got off the bus. Didn't even walk five steps. Everything bagel with cream cheese <laughs> yacked into somebody's bushes in front of their house. Oh my that god! That is my experience with ble- Bleacher Report Christmas parties. That's that's a good one. That that's a great one. So you have to be in a suit. I'm sorry that I interrupted. Yeah, I gotta I gotta take care of it because I have to wear the suit the following Saturday to another Christmas party. Why wow, you're you're busy? I'm, it's nothing special. I just have to wear a suit. So like, and I don't want to go get it dry cleaned in between. And, it, you know, everyone's got, like, a favorite suit. I'm not going to, like, you know, stump soup down to another one, so... Yeah, no, everyone does. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so. Christmas party season, good times, but also a bit of a headache. Um, speaking of a potential headache, <laughs> Steve's grandfather... Uh, Steve's got a good grandfather story. Yeah, this so this weekend we celebrated my grandmother's birthday. She's, she's 90. My grandfather is also 90. Mentally, they're not all there, needless to say. I shouldn't laugh. You should wait. Steve's face, it's though, just, made me laugh. It's just so funny. Like, first, like, they live in an old school, like, three story house in Brooklyn. Okay. And they live upstairs on the top floor. And they have it, an elevator? No. And they're 90? Yeah, my grandmother 
takes a, like a chairlift up and down. My grandfather, oh. my grandfather can still walk up and down beast. like a that's beast be like a madman. Like physically, my grandfather is fine. Mentally, he's in a different place. So I get there and he pulls me aside, and he goes, "Listen," he goes, "I'm having an affair." <laughs> I go, "What?" He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "I think your grandmother's leaving me." I got two broads that come up here every day to, to, to see me. Your grandmother has no idea, but she's going to leave me. The two broads that come up to see him every day, one is the nurse who takes care of them, and the other one is my great aunt who lives downstairs. Oh, no. So he's convinced that he's having an affair with two women and that, my, grandma, and that my grandma's leaving. And I shouldn't laugh, but then he grabs my face... And he asked me when I'm shaving the shit off my face, which I then had to shave. And then he does some things like, you know, he's there when he wants to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact that he thinks that he is currently having an affair with two different women is one of the funniest things oh, good for him. I've ever heard. I mean, right? In my, should I say that? I guess good As for him. As a single guy, I could say I mean, that. I guess good for him because, like... You know. he's in a, I mean, he's a little worried about what your grandma's going to think about this imaginary affair, but he probably also thinks he's still killing it. He night. thinks he's killing it at life, and you know what? Good for him. You know what? All we know is that we exist. Like, I think I'm on a podcast right now. I could be talking, oh in, I could be talking into a toothbrush in an insane asylum. Yes, I, have, I have no idea. So you know what? More power to him. He knows he's here, and that's all he knows, and he thinks he's having an affair, and if that makes him happy, you know what? He's 90. Let him rock. He's been married 65 years. Jesus. That's long. That's insane. He's been married 65 years. He was born in the same house that they still live in. They're doing just fine. But what we're going to do is we're going to ask Connor if he has any dating stories before we wrap up. Dating? No, I didn't go on a date this week. Well, I had the Christmas party Saturday. Well, you bring in any dates to any Christmas... No, I'm not. you bring in any girls to any Christmas parties the rest of the way? No, because... I'm not bringing a plus one to the Bleacher Report. No need to do that. I'll, you know, I'll have my own fun. It's just, it's a, you bring either like a significant other or you go with yourself. Yeah. Because if yeah, they're not, right. then you got the weird introduction. And then people ask you like, oh, and like, I'm not dating them. So like, I don't need to do that. Well, we used to have, we used to have a guy. He was there when you worked there. Um, I'm not going to mention his name, but Night at the Roxbury guy. He would bring like some strange girls. Oh, I know. To work events. And just you don't want to be that guy. You don't want you don't want to be that Nobody guy. Nobody needs that. He would bring strange girls to work events and get hammered, and then the next day like show up in the same clothes. Yeah, and not care and not care whatsoever. It was diabolical. I mean that that's diabolical yeah. and amazing at the same time. It is when it's not you. Exactly. When you're an observer, it's okay. Now before we go, also best Christmas party you've ever been to. Ah, uh, man, that's tough. I went to a really good one last year in Brooklyn that like extended into like going to somebody else's party later that night. So it was like a double header. That's a pretty solid one. And I had a good, I had a really good time. I don't spend a lot of time in Brooklyn, but I always have fun out there when I do. Yeah, no, I don't. So yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a lot of fun on mine Saturday. I'm sure you. Did. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, the grandma's ninety, so I couldn't. Hey, it's okay. You're forgiven. Actually, I couldn't even. I didn't even know about it till like Saturday afternoon. I got the bomb. Oh, drop. I know. I got the bomb drop. Listen, we've all. It's all. It's happened to all of us. Everybody's got the family. The family text got the bomb dropped on me. 
It's fine. I'm a little upset that I missed the guy paying off the roof, but you know there'll be other parties. I, I missed it too. I had to find out the hard way. There'll be <laughs> <laughs> there'll be other parties. There'll be more sports. Any ideas? Any ideas or things you want to hear? Please let us know. Any intro music you want to hear? Also, please let us know. And anything that you'd want to be added to the new intro that you just heard today, let us know. I'll throw it in. We're doing big things. Soundboards, let them in. Let, let us know what you want to hear. We're here for the people. We're men of the people. If you, you know, whatever you want. Connor, we're going to wrap this thing up. Yeah, no we're doubt. We're going to see you guys next week. We'll be back next on next week. week. We'll be back on next week. Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Mistletoe.